This is the Freedom Ring. And welcome to it. It is Wednesday, June the 8th. Pretty uh, stacked show and things to talk about today. We've got Kyle Rittenhouse back and who he's got his crosshairs on this time. Hunter Biden has re-emerged naked again. Uh, The NHS Freedom of Information request that takes a look at um, the ambulance call-outs for heart conditions since the COVID jab rollout. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, we might have a reason that the um, Oklahoma shooting... Not the Oklahoma, but Buffalo shooting actually took place. We might have a reason why there's something tucked behind that story that makes a lot of sense. And is Matthew McConaughey... I don't know. Did he do himself any favors in Washington, D.C. yesterday by talking uh, gun control? I think not. Not in my household. Mm -mm. Two huge fans between my wife and I, and uh, I just watched him yesterday. I'm like, well, (laughs) might have to back away from this one. Uh, But first, I, I read a report on how social distancing... And, uh, you know, this this is kind of stemming from all the gun shootings and all the the nut jobs that are committing the, uh, the, the gun shootings. I read a report on how social distancing that was forced on society did terrible things for mental, mental health, not surprisingly. Um, isolation and loneliness isn't good for mental nor physical health, which uh, makes it a bigger shame that it was encouraged, that being social distancing. Uh, the result has been an increase in suicides, unfortunately. And um, if you're having those thoughts, I want to remind you to talk to someone first and foremost. But also pick up the Bible where God himself tells you uh, in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. And whatever you're going through, you have to know that it's only temporary. I personally, I thank the Lord for this, that I've never had those types of thoughts. But uh, someone I once knew did, and he told me that his counselor told him that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good advice, you know, if... Mm -hmm. Hopefully the person that's contemplating those thoughts realizes that whatever you're going through, it's just temporary. You're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. And uh, there are so many phases that we go through in life, and they're all learning experiences for the next phase. And if you feel a door has been shut on you, you there's tons of things that could be shut on you. Career, the relationship. The the list is endless. It's because God knew that you were done with it. You were done with that phase, and he's preparing you for the next exciting ride. And we can't enjoy that ride if we're not here. Yeah. And uh, what does does God want for all of us? He wants joy. Proverbs 3, uh, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. You don't have, we don't have everything figured out and it's okay not to have everything figured out. That's why we lean into the Lord and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Like I said, I've never had those thoughts, but I have had plenty of dips in the road. I think we all have. We've had all, you know, twists and turns and challenges in life and 
when I've uh, myself turned things over to God and asked for his help, things have always turned around and for the better each and every time. The first time I didn't know how to completely turn it over to God, um, it, it, it was a struggle. But then I actually uh, I realized how you how you did it, and um, it's a conversation that you you just unleash. It's like, where do you want me? What's next for me? And I, I believe you'll feel. I felt it. Have you ever turned things over to God? Oh yeah. And you felt the relief. Oh yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah. And you almost begin to welcome the uncertainty, and you find comfort in it. it it's kind of weird to explain. But uh, I remember going to church when it was completely empty, and uh, I prayed alone for the first time, and it was like one of the most peaceful experiences ever in my life. And then I talked to my priest, and um, everything fell into place, man. Mm-hmm. Again, I wasn't dealing with suicidal thoughts; I was just dealing with professional struggles, and what am I? How am I going to provide for my family? And looked at it that way i never had like you know if i left and the insurance money would take care of that you know i never looked at it that way Mm -hmm. and unfortunately i think that some people do but finally in psalm 30 verse 5 for his anger is but for a moment and his favor is for a lifetime weeping may tarry for the night but joy comes with the morning it's only temporary you can get through it talk to somebody Go talk to your priest. Go seek counseling. Every You're not the only one. Um, but please reach out to somebody. I found usually when you're going through those times, right around the corner is something really good. Exactly. You even know, hills and valleys. Right. Even when you're not going through those times and you're just dealing with a, a struggle, you know, a, a, a certain chapter in your life is a struggle change right change is difficult and we fear change yeah but fear is the sign of the devil stop fearing it that's how i I, i've i've actually gotten to a point where when fear kicks in and i I was recently dealing with it when this whole covid mess forced me out of my radio career blah 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 i've already told that story a thousand times um man the sense of fear still kicks in but i've gotten to a place now it's like i welcome that and it flips almost immediately because i know something bigger and better and you kind of know the story already things are starting to drop into place for my next move Mm -hmm. and it involves this podcast but on a much higher on a bit much bigger uh, bigger level scale yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and uh all I can say is sit back and go, wow, this is so cool. Don't put God in a box. Let him do his thing. Just get out of his way. Get yep. out of your own way. Yeah. And stop trying to control it all. Give it over to him and watch cool things happen. Things that are much cooler than you're even thinking of. And you find, too, when you try to do it on your own. And you fail. You get in your own, your ego gets in your way. Time after time after time, you fail. That's what brings you finally to realize. Look, and I've done this two or three times um, in my life, at least two or three times. And I've just looked up to God, and I'm like, "Okay, God, I'm done." And one time, I was fed up. I was really ticked off. I'm like, "Okay, I'm done. You do it." <laughs> and he did. Yeah. 
He did. He was waiting. He's like, finally, yeah, you moron, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you get it, finally. Yeah. So yeah, it's difficult to do because we want to control everything, right? Mm-hmm. And we think we can, but we can't. We can't. We can't control. Much and it's okay. Anything. Yeah. You have to know that it's okay, and you're not the only one dealing with it. That's right. You are not the only one dealing with it. You're not the only one that's ever dealt with it. You're not the first. Right. And you won't be the last. And this won't be the last time you deal with it. Right. Open up. Rid yourself of those 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 thoughts. Talk to somebody. And then come to the realization that something cool is waiting around the corner. It's not going to happen overnight. He, he's got to put all the puzzle pieces. It, it, it Got to be patient. That's the hard part. Got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Let everything fall into place. And then when when it arrives, you'll know when it arrives. And you'll be like, whoa. But you can't have it if you're not here. And, you know, as humans, we think we have life figured out. We think it's this way. You know, based on our experience, oh, okay, I get life. It's this. But it's not this at all. Mm-hmm. We, we only see a small piece of the pie. God sees the whole picture. Yeah. And when you finally let go of that little thing you call life and give it to him, then you experience life. Talk to most very, 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 very successful people. I'm not talking just Jim down the street who has his own muffler shop because he digs cars. I'm talking about people that are on top of the mountain doing good things for other people. I'm not talking about Bill Gates and his wealth, and he's not in this category at all. I'm talking about Mm. people that have that type of wealth but are doing good things for people. And... um, You'll find that the story is almost all the same. They backed away. They found what their gift was. They backed up. They backed away and let God steer the ride. Yep. And uh, they're living the great life. They're happy. They're, you know, the, just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you, you you're happy. A lot of money brings a lot of problems. Yeah. But if you just back away, it works, man. And just know that you're not you're not the only one. And please reach out if you're having those thoughts. Please, 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 reach out and talk to somebody. All right, what's going on in the world today? Well, you know that um, shooting in Buffalo that kind of died down. Yeah, none of these other shootings besides Uvalde had a long shelf life. Um, what was the other one? There was Buffalo and Oklahoma. Oklahoma only got talked about for maybe a day. Mm-hmm. I'll give it like 28 hours total, and then it just kind of got brushed under the rug. What's up in uh, in Buffalo? <laughs> well, there could be a reason that they quit talking about that. Some interesting things, or one in particular that I found out about Buffalo and the shooting there. There's a guy that worked there as a security guard. His name is Aaron Salter Jr. at the market. He was security tops at the Tops Friendly Market uh, where the shooting took place. He was killed in that shooting. And interestingly enough, he had reportedly just patented a new type of vehicle engine that runs on water. Ooh, well, a, an engine that runs on water would uh, 
would what? Put a big dent into the profit margin of big oil. Big oil. And it almost takes this environment issue, this environmental issue, and all the Green New Deal and everything, and kind of pushes that aside because I don't... It's water. I don't think water would harm the atmosphere, would it? No. In fact, it would probably benefit it. Yeah. Yeah. So the story is... I'm seeing a couple of pieces come together here. (laughs) Yeah. So the story of Salter just prior to his death, had been working on speaking publicly about sustainable vehicles that have the potential to replace the existing ones. He said, I believe I can change the way we power our cars, boats, generators, and it comes from water, he wrote, calling the technology rehydrated hydrogen. Not only is the technology clean, running on abundant and virtually free water, but it also helps to clean the air pollutants that already exist. Some now believe that Salter's biggest mistake was filing for a patent on his technology. It was not long after this occurred that he turned up dead in the shooting. Okay, so do we know this for certain that that was the reason for the shooting? Absolutely not. But we'd be fools not to question it. Mm -hmm. Makes complete sense. Critical thinking, number one. Right. They know where he works. They know who he is because he was out in the public talking about it. Now, was he the target of that shooting and everyone else was just collateral damage? Was it a hit job? I mean, (laughs) you'd be a fool not to at least entertain that thought. You know, you don't mess with Big Pharma's profit. Uh, You don't mess with Big Oil's profit. And you certainly don't mess with something that the uh, current administration is trying to push. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, according to Impaired Definity, they say if you figure out a way to beat oil companies, you have to open source it to the world. Don't apply for a patent because they will crush you and they will bury your patent somehow. And I think that's what they did here. That's what I think. Now you decide. You decide. And I told the story uh, on the other show about my dad who... Um had lunch with a guy back in the 60s or 70s. My dad used to uh, be plant superintendent of a very large uh, steel corporation in Detroit, and he had met this guy that invented and had a patent for a carburetor. This is back in the 60s, early 70s, maybe. A carburetor that uh, back in the day would get 80 miles to the gallon. Now, when you're driving, you know, that's more than what you can get now. Right. 68 Bonneville, you know, one of those big old boats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You think of a carburetor that would get 60 or 80 miles to the gallon, give or take. It was about 80 miles to the gallon. Uh, Shell Oil bought that patent and you've never heard about it since. Makes sense. So Got to protect that money flow. Apparently, just instead of buying the patent and making the car go away, they decided to make the guy go away. Mm-hmm. Who had had the secret? So, is that what really triggered the uh, the Buffalo shooting? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, begs the question. Yep. Is Matthew McConaughey's? Uh, is he losing fans? I know he lost a couple of fans in our household last night. He was speaking for twenty minutes yesterday in Washington D.C sharing the heart-wrenching conversations that he's had with the uh, victims' uh, victims' families of the Uvalde shootings, which obviously is tragic, beyond horrific, okay? Nobody's trying to water down his conversations with these families, but um, 
did they approach him? I mean, did they, they... I don't know, man. I see a celebrity pushing an agenda. And you wonder what the story behind that is. Yeah, what's the real story? I don't know, man. The, the celebrity pushing the agenda doesn't move with me. It doesn't. I don't. It doesn't earn points with me. Um, all right, here's a dude that technically pretends for a living, and his opinion means means what? Now they're telling all these heart wrenching stories, and of course they're all heart wrenching stories. Nobody with a sane mind would ever wish that would took place in Uvalde to take place. Not whatsoever. Yeah. But what they didn't address, what he didn't address, unless there's other portions of the speech in the in the in the in his speaking yesterday that I missed and I don't think I did, I didn't see them address the real problem, which is the nut job who committed the shootings. Yeah. The liberal agenda doesn't want to offend the weirdos of society because it might hurt their feelings, resulting in innocent people dying. So it's the guns that need to go away, rendering law-abiding citizens like us defenseless. We don't have a gun problem. We have a nut job problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Remember back when we were younger, we had these mental mental institutions and they closed them all down. And part of the reason why is the people inside were being offended by what they're being called. And I'm sorry, not everyone's qualified mentally to walk amongst the rest of society. There's some people that are just out to lunch. Oh, we don't want to offend them. So what? In exchange, we've got uh, 19 dead kids. Where's the where's the sense in that? Yeah. And all of these gunmen, the FBI is completely aware of them. They're on their radar. Make a freaking move. Put them in a padded cell. They've got video of this nut job in Uvalde holding up bags with uh, cats that were diced up and mutilated. Oh gosh. It's like, wait, you saw that video? And you did nothing with it? Hey, check this out. <laughs> He's sitting in the, <laughs> the passenger God. seat of a friend's car. Oh and I think gosh. somebody flagged it down. It was like, oh, my God. Uh, he's hauling around dead cats in the plastic bags, man. And then another friend of his alerted the fact that he was cutting his face. Or he was cutting himself on the face. Like, what are you doing? Thought it would be cool. No, you're nuts, man. But let's not make a move. Let's take the guns away from innocent people <laughs> so they no longer can protect themselves from these nut jobs. Right. We don't have a gun problem. They Beth, know it. They know it. I don't. know. I know. But there's certain people that are, you know, out in normal society going, oh, it's the guns. No, it's not the guns. I told you before, I grew up in a household where there was a 44 Winchester in my dad's underwear drawer. It never moved. It never killed anyone because there was no nuts in our house. You know how much damage that, that gun could do in the in a nut job's possession? Yeah. A lot. A lot more than what happened in your home. Right. Yeah. The gun never moved. The gun wasn't a problem. Uh, He goes to say, we need responsible gun ownership. We have it, Mr. McConaughey. Uh, We need background checks. I believe we have them. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. That's unconstitutional. 
If that's the case, then no military personnel under the age of 21. You cannot justify this by saying, uh, okay, here's, here's a gun at the age of 18, go, def- go defend the country, but you can't use a gun to defend your own apartment. In your own family, in or, your own self. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't make sense. you got to be 21 to do that unless... <sighs> unless you're in the military. <laughs> and then he mentioned the, uh, the red flag laws. Which is actually, of all this, is the most nerve-wracking because it gives you, it gives that neighbor next door the ability to call you, that neighbor that you don't get along with. That liberal? (laughs) (laughs) You You, weren't going to say it. You said it. You said it. (laughs) Fist bump from across the room. Uh, Yes. That uh, purple-haired dude that wears a dress. And he knows you're not in favor of that lifestyle, but it's like, hey, man, you stay in your lane. I'll stay in my lane. I'm not cool. I don't need to agree with that lifestyle. What do you mean you don't like my purple hair? I don't need. That bumper sticker says coexist, right? I'll coexist with you. I'm not going to agree with everything. So Mm -hmm. you stay in your lane. If you want to wear pink and purple hair and a dress, that's you. I'm going to stay in my lane. But because we disagree on something... What what's gonna stop him from calling someday and say, Oh, he's got a gun and he's not safe and da, 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 whatever he's He's got a weapon now and you don't. I mean, I guess you have it. If he has a gun, you can use it on him too, but chances are they, they may or may not have a gun. The whole thing is they, they weaponize well, this. Well they they rob you of your your rights. Of your rights to yeah. have a gun. And I haven't done anything wrong with the gun, but he's going to call me out on it because we disagree on something that's yeah. completely unrelated. Yep. So it's like a weapon. They so where does the red flag law stop? It doesn't. In the meantime, innocent people are dealt a bunch of crap they don't need to be dealt. Yep. Legalized removal of guns, right? <clears throat> Am I missing something here? No. Here they come. I don't know if you can hear the cops through the microphone, but apparently we said something wrong. It's like, that's spry. Go get him. You got liberal neighbors around here that just heard us? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with my dress. Go ahead. Okay, so Hunter Biden shows himself to... uh, He hasn't got no dress on. He ain't got anything on. I didn't even like to talk about this guy, but I got to. Hunter Biden shows himself to be a real first son of a gun in the latest embarrassing personal video leak for President Biden's scandal-scarred offspring. Somebody, before you go into that, somebody brought in on another show, uh, they brought up the fact that is all this gun stuff being brought up again because this is starting to leak? Could be. Could be a part of it. I don't think it's all of it. Go ahead. I think it's a part of it. So a naked hunter casually waves around a handgun and even points it at the camera while cavorting with a nude hooker in a swank hotel room, according to video provided by the uh, nonprofit organization called Marco Polo Research Group. Okay, now we're talking about someone with the last name of Biden, the president's son. He's got a gun. He's mishandling it. Is the gun legal? Good question. Hmm? Is that later on in the story? I, from what I've heard, it uh, well, I'll get to it. Okay. Uh, the Cavalier clip of Hunter Biden holding the gun emerged 
amid the rash of shootings and random gun violence in major cities that included about 11 incidents on Saturday and Sunday alone that left at least 15 uh, people dead, 61 injured across the U.S., according to data. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a theme here. Look over here. Look over here. Mm-hmm. Hunter's, Hunter's uh, photo was just unleashed. Look over here, everyone. It's not clear what type of gun it was. I think it was a handgun, though. Um, the video I emerged, heard it was a thirty-eight. Was it a thirty-eight? I think it was a thirty-eight. The video emerged just days after Hunter's dad called on Congress to pass new gun control measures to stem the slaughter, declaring in a televised prime ta- prime time address last week that the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. Can you believe he said that, Senator Ron Johnson? Republican from Wisconsin, slammed the apparent hypocrisy before proposing or passing any new federal gun legislation. The Biden administration ought to enforce existing laws, regardless of who is violating them, even if that person is the president's son. And yes, as I've heard, that gun was an illegal gun. And threw it away? I believe it was a a throwaway? Yeah, got rid of it. But speaking of gun control... (laughs) So the guy that's preaching our gun laws, his son is going up against everything he's saying. But he doesn't count. Come on, man. You know that. Can't you keep track of this? Come on, man. It's my son. He's banging his dead brother's wife. Come on, man. Ooh, strawberry. (laughs) Vanilla. Unbelievable. So, uh, actually, completely believable. Yeah, very believable. Speaking of gun control, now here's something that I think probably everybody listening doesn't know about. So, pay attention to this. Very interesting. Uh, have you heard about the the Dick Act of 1902? We are done with the uh, Matthew McConaughey story, right? <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. Uh, Weren't we just talking about Hunter? <laughs> this is this is really no, true. I, I know nothing about the Dick Act. <laughs> Everybody's laughing, right? The what? I'm sure it was written about me in the 11th grade. It was. This is all a joke. Go ahead. No, 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 it's, no. it's not a joke. It's not a joke. The Dick Act of 1902 states that gun control is forbidden. And the act itself cannot be repealed. Now, is that why whenever they bring up gun control, you know, uh, voting season. <laughs> yeah, like here we go again. Campaigning season, it always comes up. That and abortion. You, you, you've seen the pattern. Come on, we're all together here. Is that why nothing ever happens? Is because of the Dick Act. Nothing ever is budged. It's just uh, let's just ruffle feathers because this guy needs to get voted in and he needs to draw attention to this. That's all that ever happens. Hmm. My gut tells me no. Okay. Uh, just because they're trampling all over the the uh, Constitution anyway. They're trampling on it, but they're not. I mean, I'm going back to uh, uh, you know Biden is supposed to be selling our sovereignty to the uh, uh, the who the who yeah and that. Went nowhere. None of this, none of this constitutional thing. Uh, whatever the whatever the left is trying to do before November, everything that goes against the Constitution, it just falls. Could it also be fear that they know 
that they'll never win. So they introduced this crap just to scare the hell out of everybody. Well, it all right. Yes, I. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. But if you're trying to, if you're sitting there hearing these stories, going, "Oh my God, I can't believe it's going to happen." It's not going to happen because the Constitution stops and trumps everything. Trumps everything, and and even if they try, and even if they get something through, even if they pass a law on gun control, the I believe that the law would be taken to court. And probably null and void because it's against the Constitution. It's unconstitutional. They can't do it, That's right? That's what makes me feel not uh, so fearful about all the crap that they're slinging right now. Yeah, it's still something to watch and uh, participate in. Mm-hmm. Call your congressman and, and get, get behind uh, re- the removal definitely. of it. Uh, protection against tyrannical government. It would appear that the administration is counting on the fact that American citizens don't know about this act. Their rights, the Constitution... Uh, it goes on to say the Dick Act of 1902, also known as the Efficiency of Militia Bill, and there's a number for it. It's H.R. 11654 on June the 28th, 1902, and validates all so-called gun control laws. It also divides the militia into three distinct and separate entities. The three classes that the bill provides are... The organized militia, henceforth known known as the National Guard of the state, territory, or the District of Columbia. Number two, the unorganized militia. And three, the the regular army. The militia encompasses every able-bodied male between the ages of 18 and 45. All members of the organized militia have the absolute personal right and Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms of any type, as many as they can afford to buy. The Dick Act of 1902 cannot be repealed. To do so would violate bills of attainder and ex post facto laws, which would be yet another gross violation of the U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights. The President of the United States has zero authority without violating the Constitution to call the National Guard to serve outside of their state borders. The National Guard militia can only be required by the national government for limited purposes specified in the Constitution to uphold the laws of the Union to suppress insurrection and repeal, repeal, uh, repel invasion. These are the only purposes for which the general government can call upon the National Guard. Um, hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah. At the end of it, it says uh, many Southern... I'm sorry, let me back up. The Militia Act of 1902 was indirectly used by the executive branch of the government during civil rights demonstrations during the 60s, and many Southern governors, chief among them George Wallace, attempted to use the National Guard forces to block civil rights uh, and desegregate uh, initiatives, desegregation initiatives. In these cases, whenever a governor called up the National Guard for use in blocking federal directives, the president promptly mobilized the Guard into the Army Reserve, placing the Guard commanders under federal authority and subject to court-martial should they not carry out the executive directives. So, uh, another thing to think about, this act. And how come it's never uh, brought to the forefront? How come this this has been buried and not discussed? I would love to see, um, oh, what's her face, the, uh, the black lesbian... Um, The uh, uh, press secretary, press sec- uh, yeah, yeah. Kareen, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I would love to just somebody in the media <laughs> just, just drop it that. Over, yeah, because <laughs> I doubt if that's in that big stack of no, books. That she, 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 the, 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 what, what, yeah, right. I'll, I'll circle back to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was her predecessor. I'll <laughs> yeah. circle back to that. <laughs> well, in her nervousness, she'll probably yeah. grab that line. Um, one other thing: top Democrats in the House, including Speaker Pelosi, and the members of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack, have been subpoenaed. Oh, by really? Mr. Bannon oh, uh, to testify in court in connection with a criminal contempt case that's being held over Steve Bannon's head. When I read that, I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Get that thing. Well, that's a given. Trump did it! <laughs> Trump did it! Look at Trump. National Guard. No! You're going to ruin my plan, Trump. Son of a bitch, I told you. Yeah. Who stole my pint? It was, it was one of those Republicans that were in my office that day. They took my laptop and my pint. I had some. I had a pint of Yukon here. I don't care about the laptop. Bring me the booze. San Francisco, screw them. <laughs> I'm Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, God. The subpoenas, which were accepted by the House counsel, Doug Letter, last Friday, according to a source familiar with the matter, compel the handover of documents and testimony about internal decision-making that led to Bannon's contempt case. But whether the subpoenas stand, stand depends on how Judge Carl Nichols rules at a hearing next week where he will assess pretrial motions... Nichols could decide the testimony of members of Congress, for instance, is inadmissible because of protections like the so-called speech and debate clause. Bannon's lawyers are seeking cooperation from top Democrats, including Pelosi, the House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, the House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, all members of the, what do we call them, the unselect committee, and three select committee councils, as well as letter. So it, that will be interesting. Now, it doesn't say whether they will approve the subpoenas or not, but they've been filed. They've been filed, and I don't recall hearing anything about that last night on the evening news, and I'll be really shocked if I hear, uh, if I see anything on it tonight. Uh, uh, well, something that is getting actual attention, and I'm liking this. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah. He's on his comeback tour. <laughs> Uh, he announced lawsuits against Mark Zuckerberg and media outlets. His attorney, Todd McCur- uh, McMurdy, said it's pretty much assured that there's probably 10 to 15 solid cases against large defendants. There might be a big old payday in his future. Uh, the announced lawsuit against Zuckerberg uh, for calling Rittenhouse a mass murderer and to use his platform to censor any views that would take opposition to his mass murder allegation. So we're going to go with the narrative we want you to have. Mm-hmm. And look how it played out. That's exactly how it played out. Everyone looked at this. He did nothing wrong. He was protecting his own life. He was protecting in other people. In other people, too. But they spun it by saying, okay, well, that comment, no. that ca- No, uh, we'll let that one go because they call him a murderer. Uh, that comment, no, no, no. Anything that was in Kyle Rittenhouse's favor got deleted. Yep. 
and now they're going to pay. And Rittenhouse told Tucker Carlson that Whoopi Goldberg is also on that list. Good. Good. Uh, He said, she called me a murderer after I was acquitted by a jury of my peers, and she went on to still say that. Somebody, uh, Somebody online by the name of Skip Breakfast said the suits need to be in the trillions to take them all out. I hope Kyle gets filthy rich. More importantly, it knocks some of these businesses out for good. One more silver dollar says, I'm looking forward to hearing from Whoopi and the Views psychos. Go get them, Kyle. Ace Report says, couldn't happen to a nicer patriot. Happy hunting, Kyle. And Wendy wraps up by saying, Kyle is helping all by holding the media accountable for lies and censoring the truth. Yeah. Good luck, my man. I'm behind him. I don't think he's going to need luck. I think he's going to get... And all these... All these lefty idiots, man. Not only have they started drop, others have started to drop already. And some, you know, some CEOs are backing away. We've seen that for the greater part of this past year. Uh, some politicians are calling it a career. They know the guillotine's about to drop. Yeah. And I, I think that and for already- these certain names, especially Zuckerberg, to yes. be as, as affiliated. Oh, yeah. And Whoopi. Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's already won one case. Was it against the Times? I can't recall which one. And then I think he didn't he settle with uh, CNN. I'm not positive about that, but I know he's I know he's won at least one at least one case already. Well, I hope he wins them all. So he, me too, me too. He's going to be a multimillionaire, that's for sure. And the, the thing is, is um, he says he can't land a job anywhere. He's been applying for different jobs just to go about life. And as soon as they see his last name, it's like oh, and they're all backing away. And so he's going to need to be landing some Zuckerberg money. Yeah. I would imagine just by how he's conducted himself so far, he'll be... uh He'll be donating some of that money to charity, you know, starting good uh, advocacy groups and stuff yep. like that. You can tell just by the way this guy's wired and mm-hmm. how he conducted himself during the court proceedings. He's a good dude. Yeah. And the left just wanted to squash him. I think he's got a good heart. I mean, after all, he was out there. He came out in the middle of all that chaos. Right. With the intention to protect people. Who does that? 18 years old. Yeah. In this day and age. Got balls of steel, man. Yeah. That, that's an American to be a proud to be proud of, and that's they just spun it. Yep. No, we want you to be proud of a of a, a a dude that couldn't make it as a swimmer, and now puts on a dress. And uh, parents that lead their kids, their five and six year olds, to gay bars to see cross dressers do dances and teach them how to tuck bucks and stuff like that. That's 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 patriotism. Woo! Uh, rainbow colored bullets. Yeah, not yeah. someone that actually was doing the right thing. <sighs> Screw your leftist agenda, man! And it is going down. Mm-hmm. Another case of our constitution being trampled all over. Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz, saying the indictment of Peter Navarro is unconstitutional. He said Navarro has a strong claim of executive privilege that should be decided by the courts before any indictment can lawfully issue. Absent a judicial order, he cannot lawfully be indicated for invoking executive privilege and refusing to reveal arguably 
privileged material just because a committee of Congress, controlled by Democrats, has voted that he should. It's not enough to allow him to appeal after the fact because information once revealed cannot be erased. He's obliged to claim privilege now and refuse to respond. Uh, That's not a crime, he said. It is the constitutionally correct action to take. Peter Navarro's indictment violates several key constitutional rights, including due process, fair warning, and executive privilege. And they shackled him. They treated him like, uh, (laughs) I mean... They shackled him like, like uh, the guy from Silence of the Lambs is how they were treating him. Was it Henkley's uh, uh, cell they put him in? Yeah. And what is he, 70 some odd years old? Like he's a big physical threat? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean. And they waited till he got to the airport. Apparently he lives 100, within 100 feet or so of the FBI. Oh, office. they wanted the scene. They, so they, they wanted the drama. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And it was probably all filmed by CNN. I don't know for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the un, unconstitutional from top down. But that's what I'm talking about when I talk about how they're trampling all over yeah, the Constitution. Are, but it ends. They, they, it's not going to go any further than this this show that they're putting on. You know, they're they're they they're out of they're out of narratives. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't think the the bulk of the people. Maybe I'm overstating that, but um, Ukraine Russia has ended, pretty much. I mean, it's still being the flames are. Oh, we need more out of this story. We need more. <laughs> yeah. um, that's ended. No one's buying COVID. You know, they're going to try to go in on round two. I think with uh, uh, monkeypox. Monkeypox. Oh, oh my God, we've got 22 cases worldwide. Everyone, put a mask on. But it's not transmitted that way. I don't look over here. Look over here. Shut up. Have you wondered why? Just, will you admit you lost so we can just get on with our lives? Have you wondered why they haven't released something like Ebola or something that will just kill so don't many Don't give people? them any ideas, dude. Well, why is it that they haven't, though? I don't know. Have you thought about that? No, I mean, you twisted I mean, SOB. Why are they playing games with freaking monkeypox? You know, and this COVID where, what is it, 0.1% will, will be It's just a drill fear. It. I don't know. They don't know. Maybe they want, <laughs> no the pleasure. they want the pleasure of personally killing us after, you know, after yeah. we surrender. Well, if Harari has anything to say with it, I'm going to enjoy watching you die. Some people don't even know who Harari is, which is sad. Everyone should know who this freak is. The, and he the is, prophet. Yeah, he's the prophet who's in with uh, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, yeah. And he is also uh, the advisor for the Obamas. Bill Gates... Klaus, and I think there's one other name that I'm missing. I don't know if it's the Clintons or not. I don't think it's the Clintons. But anyway, this dude is Satan himself. And he makes Charlie Manson look like a choir boy, man. He's pretty disturbed. Why he's allowed in any country to walk amongst us. Yeah. I do not know, man. One video clip is all I need to see and. (laughs) <laughs> this dude's off his freaking rocker. 
the National Health Service has confirmed in response to a Freedom of Information request that ambulance callouts relating to immediate care uh, required for a debilitating condition affecting the heart nearly doubled in 2021 and are still on the rise further into this year. But the uh, the most concerning published figures show that they have also doubled among people under the age of 13. This is according to the expose. Um, the outlet reported that uh, somebody by the name of Duncan Husband sent a freedom of information request on April 24th of this year to West Midlands Ambulance Service University NHS Foundation uh, trust requesting to know the following. They wanted to know the amount of call outs for patients with heart conditions per year between January 1st of 2017 and present day. The amount of call outs for patients with strokes per year between January 1st, 2017 and present day. And the uh, total number of the above patients who were under the age of 30. The NHS responded on May the 18th with a spreadsheet containing the requested information. And as shown on the two charts they provided, ambulance callouts for high conditions have been higher overall since January of 2021 and have been increasing month on month. It was not until April 2021 that you saw a significant increase among people under the age of 30, though, and it again has increased month on month since then. Hmm. What's One, changed? wonder hmm. what has uh, maybe triggered that. Uh, Let me give this some thought. I think people were eating more Cheerios. No, it wasn't it. Uh, they were driving more... No. Did you get your COVID shot? I did oh. not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Another study published last month found weekly emergency call out or call counts for cardiac arrest and acute coronary sy- uh, syndromes in Israel. And they were significantly associated with the rates of first and second COVID injection doses administered to 16 to 39 year olds, but were not with COVID-19 infection rates. No increase with COVID infections. Tons of increases after COVID injection. Hmm. The death jab. Not seeing anything to report on here at all. Oh, uh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, Fox News just said, eh, not a story. Your local news affiliate, we, eh, not we, a story. We don't want to tell everybody that. It'll scare people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> First and second COVID injection, boop. COVID-19 infection, boop. <laughs> you can't say this stuff enough because there's still, uh, until... I no longer see anyone walking down the bike path in our neighborhood with a mask on or driving a motorcycle <laughs> with a mask with on. a mask on. Dude, oh my gosh, you have zero information that backs the reason you're wearing it up. It doesn't exist. They look like a fool. You look like a fool. You made fun of Michael Jackson in the 90s for doing the same thing. And now you look like him. <laughs> Based on zero information. Please forward this video to someone or everyone you know, especially the ones that are not on board yet. Mother of Lord. Please. Doctors are suing Food and Drug Administration over 
ivermectin. Huh? A Washington law firm has filed a federal lawsuit against the FDA for interfering with the use of ivermectin as a treatment for 19. Lawsuit was filed by Boyden uh, Gray and Associates on behalf of three doctors who were disciplined for prescribing human-grade ivermectin to patients. The firm's founder, attorney Boyden Gray, is a formal legal advisor to the Reagan and Bush administrations. So hold on, they were they were not falling in line, yeah, and they probably had patients that uh, were actually benefiting from it. Oh, we can't have that. And they were the ones pushed aside and yeah. pushed out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't let's, it? Let's reiterate that for people that are still late coming on board. The ones that are giving the stuff that works out. Yeah. Doesn't fit our narrative. This jab that's killing people, and we've got stats upon stats. Oh, they can continue working. And by the way, they're getting bonuses on the side. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Are you? No? Still no? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Gray told the Epic Times that the FDA had violated well-established law that allows doctors to prescribe an FDA-approved drug as an off-label treatment. So why was this one singled out? Ivermectin is no different. He said it was approved by the FDA in 1966. Congress recognized the importance of letting doctors be doctors and expressly prohibited the FDA from interfering with the practice of medicine. That is exactly what the FDA has done time and time again throughout this pandemic, assuming authority isn't, assuming authority it doesn't have in trying to insert itself in the medical decisions of Americans everywhere. The three plaintiffs in the case are Dr. Paul Marek of Virginia, Dr. Mary Bowden of Texas, and Dr. Robert Apter of Arizona. Merrick is founder of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care 21 Alliance, a national nonprofit that promotes alternative COVID-19 treatments to the government-touted vaccine. The FDA has made public statements on ivermectin that have been misleading and have raised unwarranted concern over a critical drug in preventing and treating COVID-19, Merrick told the Epic Times. To do this is to ignore both statutory limits on the FDA's authority and the significant body of scientific evidence from peer-reviewed research. So, it's going to be good to see uh, this case go through, and, and because you know during discovery, I'm sure they're going to have proof that ivermectin works. Mm-hmm. And what's well, the other side? How's the other side going to prove it doesn't work? Right. Time to step up to the battlefield and uh, stop relying on just their word. You've got no information. You've got no proof. The proof that you do have was sealed. If we're going to talk about like Pfizer being related to all this, all that information was sealed. Still sickens me that people don't question. Really? Are they actually? They're not even aware of it. I know. I know. I was just told on the news, and my doctor. I was supposed to. I did, I never questioned. All right, we're going to wrap up on this note. The Biden-led CDC, you know, Biden, who's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Oh, boy. Fielding all those softball questions. (laughs) So what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) I had vanilla last night. My grandpa used to grab me by the... He'd say, Joey, 
How many times does he tell a story that starts like that? We should have a drinking game, even though you don't drink. Take a shot every time he says, ah, Joey! <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of these fake stories, man. Every time he's in public. Well, I used to ride Amtrak, you know, 17 million miles in three days. And uh, their, uh, their, uh, their conductor came up to me, and his name was Mario. And he said, hey, Joey! He's got he's got no stories, no family life or anything. It's because he's a criminal. He's a oh, criminal, he has a ton of stories about. Well, I killed this guy and I right. stole money from that guy. Well, me and Hillary bumped him off back in the sixties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were in college and we electrocuted him in a lake and laundering money. If you ever want to launder <laughs> right. it, you come to me. Yeah. I got the answers for you. Let me tell you about how I raised my kids. <laughs> yeah, and now I got my ten percent every time. What do you talk to uh, this guy about, man? <laughs> I know. What what kind of shampoo did she what, did she have on her hair? You you uh, what? <laughs> well, he sniffs their hair all the time. What, what's the fragrance? I'm a big fan of Pert. <laughs> Pert. Pert. They still make. Them. Now we. I just took you back to 1983. Sorry. <laughs> it was like deja vu, <laughs> right? Uh, no, seriously. What do you talk to this guy about? Um, <laughs> laundering money. I wouldn't be surprised. Ukrainian. I wouldn't be. Put, I wouldn't put it past him tonight on Kimmel that he asks him a question. And the answer is something John Wayne told Johnny Carson back in 71. Because that's all he does is uh, plagiarize. plagiarize. Every single speech he did up until getting voted, well, installed, it was somebody else's speech. Yeah. And we've got it on record. I think it was the guy from Poland. It was verbatim. Yeah. He was talking about relatives that didn't exist. He's talking about his uh, wife's relatives that didn't exist because they all belong to the guy in Poland. <laughs> yeah. Was he using their names, too? I know he wasn't <laughs> using their names. He was, but one of them was a, a coal miner. You know, my wife's father was a coal miner and he used to oh say, Joey! I wouldn't doubt it, you know? Yeah, didn't Marlon Brando say that in 75? I think so. Anyway, <laughs> wrapping this up quickly, uh, the Biden-led CDC has just released a statement that warned the monkeypox outbreak has reached now uh, a level two warning, making the recommendation that masks should be worn while traveling on planes. Uh, if history repeats itself, then the CDC's warning will turn into a mandatory rule within weeks, which they can't do. No, they, they're they, nobody. They need to provide peer-reviewed proof of uh, how and why the mask is needed. And they've already proved they don't have that information. So if this comes down, sorry, screw you. We didn't freaking elect them. They have no power. Period. As of now, however, there have only been 21 cases of monkeypox. Shut the world down! <laughs> you put on your mask! We had more car accidents right there than there are monkeypox around the world. Uh, by the way, monkeypox spreads between people primarily through direct contact with infectious sores, scabs, or bodily fluids. It can be spread by respiratory secretions during prolonged face-to-face -face contact. If you're not doing any of that... But we're six feet apart. How can that happen? 
<laughs> Paul says the CDC is totally discredited. It can go to hell. One-Eyed Jack says, so sick of this BS. Will the real president please approach the podium? And Two's Pilot says, monkeypox has been determined to be nothing more than shingles. Even the CDC in their advisory says it is not transmitted by airbo- airborne methods and any kind is only transmitted by contact, mainly through bodily fluids, as in sexual contact. So why recommend wearing useless masks? It's going to be entertaining to watch them push it, though. How many people you think are actually going to go back and put the stupid diapers back on their millions? Face? You really think yeah. so? Yeah. Gosh, so I- many people that can't think for themselves. Yes. I don't know. A few of them I know. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You think they'll put them on for monkeypox? They'll put them on because it's Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, TV said. TV said. Uh. I saw it on TV. Yeah, but see, here's a report. I've been telling you, you know, I'm a member of the media. Uh, The media's lying to you. And here's the report that says everything polar opposite. And they'll do this. They'll say, oh, oh, oh. As they put their mask well, on. Well, you right? played Pearl Jam records. Why would you know? All right. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy breathing in that recycled air, man. I'm going to be healthy as hell. Yep. Me too. I'm going back to the way life was. Yep. Actually, I never left it. I, I, you I didn't really, either. I really didn't. Maybe no. for about 10 minutes, and I realized this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to uh. do it for us. Another rousing edition of the Freedom Ring, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We will be back with more insanity to report, but honesty. Be sure to click that uh, plus button under our video there and hit the uh, subscribe button. Follow us. We're freedomringshow.com. All of our audio platforms, everything right there. And by the way, we can monitor whether or not you're sharing. We can see how many of these platforms are being shared and how many of these... You need to start sharing, all right? We're doing our end of the bargain. (laughs) You need to step up and hold up your end of the bargain. Share! Share! Yes, you! I'm talking to you! On Spotify, share! On BitChute, share! All over Facebook. Mumble! Mumble! Rumble! (laughs) Thinking about Joe Biden. (laughs) Mumble! You've been watching him too much. Right. FreedomRingShow.com. You can access all the platforms. Have a great rest of your day. Please pray, say a prayer for everyone you know, our country, this world. Keep God front and center. We'll be back tomorrow on The Freedom Ring. Later. <laughs> <laughs>